G'day, my name's Chris, and this is Weekly Tech Vibe. Now, normally I do a brief intro about what I'm gonna cover in a video, like this sort of stuff on the Nintendo Switch, but I'll get to that real soon. I'm gonna cut to the chase for you. If you don't have one, stop the video now, get out there and buy one. You won't be disappointed. Or will you? Hmm. Welcome everyone, I hope you're well. Today I'm super excited to share with you my great experience with this console because for Nintendo fans, we've been waiting far too many years for this awesome console. Launched more than 18 months ago, the Nintendo Switch achieved two significant things. First, it stopped the massive fall from grace following the launch of the Wii U in 2012. This as it turned out was almost a death in Nintendo where they suffered massive financial losses peaking by 2014. Noted as a failure to respond to mobile gaming and producing mediocre hardware, it was at this very point that the second thing occurred. They redefined console gaming with the Switch. How? They created a hybrid console which is just as happy being a portable device as well as something you can play on your TV or Big screen. The Switch is just as good as you think it is. First up, let's do a quick unboxing. Packed into the box, you get a pair of controllers, which you'll discover later can be separated and used individually on games like Mario Kart. Next up, the Switch console itself. In the rear, you've got a rather flimsy kickstand and hidden underneath it, a micro SD slot. On top, this is where you've got to insert the mini game cartridges. Super important information about these two things. You can elect to buy games through Nintendo's own online shop, accessible via the Switch. But the problem with this is that the built-in storage on the console is limited to 32 gigs. Easily fixed by purchasing a super fast micro SD card, which there's no limit in size. But I figure for the cost of a quality micro card, it's just not worth it. You might as well continue buying physical games from your local retailer. The mechanism to insert and remove them is okay, but I definitely don't want my young daughters doing this, as you need to um, close the software first and then swap them into and out of the console. It's a wee bit scary, <laughs> definitely. Completing the Switch console itself, you've got a power button, volume up and down rocker, and headphone jack. Diving further into the box, you'll find a classic style control adapter thingy. Despite those four LEDs, this thing does not have its own power source. It merely serves as another method in which to control your Switch or game. And just in case this wasn't enough, Nintendo also packed in yet another way to control games with these included little slide-on adapters, which make the relatively small controllers just a little bit more comfortable. Now, you'll think this is great for about $400, but no, there's more. A rarity these days, you've got a branded HDMI cable and power brick for those for the base station. And this is where Nintendo have outdone themselves. This dock transforms your Switch from a handheld device into a traditional console to which you can connect it to your screen. That 6.2 inch screen is only 720p and with controllers attached, that 16 by nine actually feels a bit wider, which is a good thing. In hand, the Switch is really satisfying to hold and giving you a sense of something high end. Quality plastics, buttons that feel solid and joysticks with, with sufficient travel and resistance to them. Games will suggest the best control method, but Nintendo did something awesome by enabling multiplayer method controls for them. I mean, come on, 
Look how versatile this thing is. And what's more, they've included all of it in your original purchase. More than Nintendo. The size of the display means that it's perfectly fine for one or two players sitting close to the screen using either the included kickstand or by holding it in your hands. If you dock the switch on the base station, resolution thankfully jumps to 1080p. And it should be noted that people have found that their screens do get scratched by docking the into the station. So it's best to either get a screen protector or just put some cotton between it and the dock. Battery life of the switch itself is a solid three hours with the controllers about 20 hours each. This means that you can play the switch anywhere and for most, this length of time will satisfy. To charge the controllers, you have to slide them onto either side of the console, which for me is fine as I do it when I'm going, when I'm done with gaming for the day. But I guess for those hardcore gamers out there, this would be frustrating as you just simply can't plug in, say, a USB cable into it like you do with the PS4. There are other types of controllers from Nintendo that address this, like an add-on AA battery pack, USB cable version, and more. But I guess what I'm saying is, it really isn't an issue if you know the console's hardware limitations and plan ahead. Now, when it comes to graphics, the Switch is definitely no PS4 or Xbox One. I think Nintendo and developers are squeezing the most out of the Nvidia Tegra X1 chip. Running at 1.02 GHz, the octa-core processor is nowhere near the best on market. And I foresee a future with upgrades coming to it. Don't let that put you off. Things are still well, albeit at a lower resolution, and frame rates compared to the same titles on competing consoles? Well, not so much, right? I wouldn't recommend you buy the Switch for Call of Duty and things like that. No, the Switch is all about first-party A-grade titles like Mario, Odyssey, and Zelda. From the stunning graphics and surprising experiences these titles, I welcome the challenges they provide. Side note, I've owned almost all Nintendo game consoles since the SNES, with the exception of the Wii U. And I ask you, do you remember how hard games were in the 90s? Put your comment down below and oh, whilst you're there, please consider subscribing. I upload every Wednesday and Friday. Thanks. So, where was I? Remember how hard games used to be? I definitely recall there being like three quarters through a dungeon in Zelda Link to the Past, had one heart remaining and you're dead. Gotta resume from the start of the dungeon again. Well, the latter Zelda thankfully isn't as harsh with its restore points, but enemies are just as hard and the world massive. Mario, although not so ambitious in size, still features a lot of detailed worlds to explore and it doesn't punish novice players like my daughters and it rewards those who practice, practice, practice. Defined by Mario 64 with its seamless mix of 3D platforming to 2D sections of yesteryear, this title is in my book the game to buy with your brand new Switch. Yes, it's that good and anyone who calls themselves a gamer will look past the simpler graphics and will discover how good Nintendo is at making amazing titles like these. With more than 150 titles available, plus even more online like the classic SNES games. And I'm so pleased that Nintendo has listened to, listened to fans and delivered some truly great gaming experiences. If you haven't owned a Nintendo console, I bet you may have been to a friend's house and played Mario Kart. And the Switch version doesn't disappoint. With some wonderfully creative tracks, I find myself smiling and enjoying gaming once again. So much so that I play these games to the absolute fullest. 
Wireless play mode supports up to eight players in docked mode. And you can connect with another Switch who also has to have the same game that you do. And then what will look like is that you have your own screen, he or she will have their own screen, and you can do multiplayer fun anywhere you like. It's awesome. You can also split it to two and two, so it's like four players. Very good. For those gamer mum and dads out there, we all know how precious time is with family. And the Switch is a great unifier. We frequently do gaming sessions together now from controlling Cappy and Mario or zooming around Mario Kart. This console has games which are sure to please anyone and everyone. But maybe not everyone. Nintendo launched in this September this year the long-awaited online service. At $29 per year, it's the cheapest version out there, but that said it's very limited and doesn't include voice chat. Well, not directly. And not all titles have online modes. For the price, you get a few free titles like what Sony does through its membership service, but hey, it's cheap and the price of entry includes um, some classic NES games, which in this day and age can be saved and get exited without losing progress. Phew! I was really happy to see Nintendo reinvent console gaming when they announced the Switch in early 2017. Other than the kickstand, limited online multiplayer support, and less than stellar internal hardware, everything else about this console is top notch. From the slick interface, solid construction, and what gaming should be, pure fun. First party software is back to the glory days of the 1990s and games are once again challenging and befitting of the more mature market Nintendo ignored for the past 10 years. The Switch is a must, for, the Switch is a must buy for anyone who calls themselves a gamer. It's that good. And if you haven't got one, are you still here? Get out there, just go buy one now. God. All right, so I hope you've enjoyed this video. My time with the Switch so far has been awesome and I can foresee myself playing it for a few more years to come easily. Um, I'm still playing my PS4 for uh, titles which are definitely going to be better on the PS4 plus exclusives. Um, but, you know, tell me what you've got. Put in the comments below. Have you got a Switch 2 and you've got a PS4 or maybe an Xbox One? They're all great, yes. And this has got its unique needs. This, like, you know, it's, it's just, just buy it. And hey, consider once again, subscribing, share this on your socials, leave comments, give it a thumbs up. And I look forward to seeing you next week. And in the meantime, stay techie.